Welcome to this uh, live Wednesday webinar where we're looking this week at uh, capital gains tax for UK tax returns. Um, we've got three uh, items that we're covering in today's event, um, three sections. First of all, we're looking at the summary uh, of uh, capital gains tax returns for the UK involving UK residential property, commercial property and other assets that you sell. We're, we then will look in a bit more detail on crypto and then we'll look at specifically about UK property and, and those type of sales. So we'll do uh, a, a summary to start with and then we'll look at uh, three sections that we're going to do. So let's get straight into it and look at it from a, a perspective of um, a, a summary of what you need to do. So I'm assuming that we're talking to expats, and this applies to anybody who's got a UK tax return to do. Um, and if you make a gain, that gain can be um, on uh, property, it can be on investments, it can be on share sales, and it can be on cryptocurrency, it can be on any asset of any value. So if you sell a, an asset of over 49,300, uh, pounds, then you definitely have to do a, a capital gains section of, of your return on, on UK assets. Now, if those shares or those investments are held based in the UK, that, that is a UK disposal. If that property is in the UK, that's a UK disposal. If the cryptocurrency is held in an account in the UK, that's a disposal. Now, your residence and your non-resident status will, will impact that as well, but it, it's... Um, it, it, first of all, with capital gains, it's where the asset is based. Um, th there's a, a capital gains allowance in the UK of 12,300 a year uh, for, for all uh, people, uh, for all returns, uh, but also you want to be claiming any losses. So if you've got a trading losses on, on crypto, for example, then you might want to submit that uh, return or notice of the loss. The loss is important to claim against a future gain because you're going to at a later year. Um, whether you're UK domicile or not is an impact. Now, just because you're not resident doesn't mean that you're not uh, you're not still a UK domicile. Domicile is not residence. A UK expat can go non-resident to the UK and not have a liability to um, uh, income taxes in the UK. However, they're still domiciled in the UK, which means that they've got a liability to capital gains and inheritance taxes that come after that in a slightly different way. If somebody isn't a non-dom expat and they're investing in the UK and they've got gains in the UK, then they can amend their, their return on the basis of a, a remittance basis. So um, if you don't bring the funds back into the UK, you keep them in your domicile or your residence outside the UK, then um, the, uh, you, don't, you only declare the, the gains are remitted into uh, the UK. With UK property, there's been a lot of changes in the last few years, and later on in the in the talk, we're going to detail that in, in more detail. But essentially, what what 
what we're talking about is, is if you sell any UK property, okay, forget about all the changes and, and the progressions. Five years ago, it was completely different. Now, any UK property, residential or commercial, whether it's a direct sale or an indirect sale, is reportable in the UK and potentially liable to capital gains tax or the equivalent uh, uh, corporation tax if it's an indirect. An indirect uh, property holding is where it's held to a company or uh, maybe a trust or another structure, um, but where 75% of the, the uh, activity of that business is, is, is to do with property and land and where uh, you, you have uh, the, the individual with the liability to return, the company or the individual owns a 25% share in, in, that, in that entity with the, the loss. And whether you're resident or non-resident selling UK property, you've still got a liability to do that return. And if you've got a split year uh, coming back into the UK, for example, you've still got a potential capital gains liability for the whole year. So this is quite important to bear in mind because you could be returning to the UK and uh, not uh, completing uh, and, 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 and creating a transaction which gives you liability to your worldwide earnings for the whole of the UK tax year, even though those earnings or gains might have been made abroad. Um, and the other thing to remember about exchange of information uh, with the capital returns. So if you're selling property, if you're selling shares, if you're selling investments, if you're selling crypto, all these uh, um, uh, financial intermediaries are registered and exchanging information with tax offices, which can come back to your uh, tax residence or your domicile. So, it, you know, it, if you don't report it, you've got a, a risk of uh, becoming liable uh, later on for um, liabilities and penalties. So just bear, bear that in mind going forward. So looking at um, uh, now, uh, that's the summary of capital gains tax returns. If you need to do a return, you need to fill it in on, on, on uh, for the end of January. When you need help, contact us at productpartnership.com. Now, the second uh, type of return that, that you could uh, look at, if we want to in the second section, look deep down at crypto. Now, crypto is is new kid on the block, uh, but it's still a capital asset and it's got capital uh, gains time liabilities. So if you sell crypto during a year, uh, even if you're keeping it within your, your crypto trading account, if you sell it, 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 it's a potential gain. If you trade it, um, buying and selling, you're creating gains as you go along. If you exchange a Bitcoin for Ether or, or one of the other uh, uh, currencies, then that, that is a capital gains chargeable transaction. And, and if you use crypto to, to buy uh, other assets, whether you use to buy cash, for example, if you change crypto for cash, that's a capital gain. If you change crypto for an NFT or for a, an asset that you, that you want, then it's a potential gain uh, on that purchase because you're exchanging the capital for something something else. So um, they're, they're all reportable, not necessarily as income, but as, uh, as capital gains with your 12,300 allowance 
and also allows for losses. So it's important to report those losses. You, if you don't feel you've got a, a tax return to do, then uh, you don't need to do a full return but just because you've got only capital gains losses. But it's important to report those capital gains losses so they can use them to offset against future gains. Uh, and, and that needs to be reported. If you've got a loss, you don't need to do the return, but you need to report it within four years. And if you need help uh, making that report, uh, contact us at, at partnership.com. If you've got no tax liability on your crypto profits, then you don't have a, a liability to do a return, obviously. Um, and, but you do need to get the any report, any losses in, uh, just so we can make advantage of those at a later date. Okay. So that concludes the summary of how to treat capital gains tax with, uh, on cryptocurrency. If you've got cryptocurrency, have a look at what you've traded in the year to um, April 21. That return is due now. In the year to April 22, that return will be due from the 5th of April 22, and so on each year. So if you need any help and guidance on your crypto trading uh, and the capital gains tax return you need to do, contact us at Product Partnership. Dot com um, for expats and, and UK tax residents. Moving on to property now, there's been a lot of change in the last few years and that impacted quite heavily on expats. Now expats can leave the UK and, and, and in the next tax year dispose of a, a, a business or investment asset and be capital gains tax free. Um, now, there's various allowances onshore, but offshore that the UK uh, expat would then not pay any capital gains tax. And if they remain non-resident for five years, have a deferred liability. So that applies to uh, business sales. It applies to uh, investment sales. It no longer applies to property. So an expat can't, a UK uh, expat can't leave the UK to dispose of a business or investment, um, can still leave the UK to dispose of a business or investment and get capital gains tax relief uh, over a five year period, but not for any type of property. Uh, so it's been gradually changed coming in over five years. Um, but now uh, from uh, 5th of April, 2020, all UK property is reportable for, for expats and non-residents. Um, that includes direct holdings. So if a company or an individual owns that property directly, then it, 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 that disposal is reportable. If the, um, if the um, it's an indirect holding, uh, it's, it's a bit more complicated. So if a company owns uh, assets where the land and the property make up more than 75% of the value of that company, then um, it's deemed to be a property disposal. So you can sell your business if you're an IT uh, uh, business or your marketing business or a retailer, you can sell that business and not have any liability to cut gains tax. But if you just, if you go expat, and you try to dispose of a company that is um, uh, dealing in a property portfolio or in shares in a property portfolio, then uh, that is still reportable. Even though you're selling company shares, 
because 75% or more of, of the uh, assets of that company are property, it's still reportable and, and chargeable to UK capital gains for, for expats. Um, if it's a fund, that's slightly different. So you need to be uh, have a 25% holding in, in that company disposal uh, where it's an indirect sale. So if an individual owns 25% shares in a UK property company uh, that's sold, that's reportable. If an overseas company owns 25% share in a UK property company that's disposed of, that becomes reportable in the UK with capital gains tax being payable. If there's a split year for a non-resident coming in or out of the, 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 the country, potentially any disposal during that year is, is reportable. So it's something that, that it needs to be considered. And if you want to review your split year status and plan your, your disposals um, and, and not have income and gains from abroad or returning to the UK, charge for the whole of the UK tax year, you need to plan that ahead and, and we can do a tax saving report on that capital gains liability. Uh, contact us at appropartnership.com. Um, now, the, the new regime uh, that's been introduced gradually over the last few years means that, um, that non-residents need to do a capital gains tax return when they dispose of their, their property. And that return needs to be within 30 days with the, any capital gains tax payable within 30 days after that. So within 60 days of the disposal, the capital gains tax needs to be paid. There isn't an option to defer it until the end of the tax year. And, and you, you will still need to do a self-assessment at the end of the year in addition to the disposal capital gains tax return. So expats now, when disposing of direct or indirect UK property holdings, have a return to do it within a month of the disposal and an additional return to do um, at, at the end of the tax year uh, with the, from April the 5th, uh, 6th, uh, before the end of January. Um, and, and the tax is payable. Now, if we go into a bit more detail again, one key thing about these changes, so while residential and commercial property was brought into um, UK uh, capital gains uh, taxation, and it's not avoidable now for expats and non-residents and non-doms, uh, there has been some concessions, and one of those is that it's a rebasing. Now, the default year for rebasing was the 5th of April 2019. Um, what happened from that date is that uh, any disposals uh, after that date are based upon the 5th of April 2019 uh, value. So this is quite significant and it is an important point. So if you've been sitting on a portfolio which is 20 years old, it's only the change in value between 2015 and the date of disposal, say the 1st of January uh, 2020, um, that it's only that gain that is chargeable to, to um, uh, uh, capital gains. Um, from the 6th of April 2019, though, that includes commercial property as well. So residential property it, it, it was rebased from the 5th of April uh, 2015. Commercial property is rebased from 
uh, the 5th of April uh, 2019. Um, so, so now, whether it's a commercial property sale or uh, a residential property sale uh, by, by an expat, it, all those uh, are accessible for UK uh, capital gains tax, um, irrespective of, of their tax resident status. So um, 2020 and 2021 UK tax returns, uh, uh, well, certainly for 2021 is the first full year when uh, an expat is having to return on all residential and uh, commercial property disposals in the UK during the, that year, uh, including indirect uh, property ownership. So any pro company sale after uh, 2020, uh, after 2019, where the, it's a property and land business with the 25% share owned by the individual, is still going to be UK capital gains tax liable uh, in addition to being liable for um, to do that return, initial to do the, the initial 30-day return, 60 days for, for capital gains tax payment, and, and then uh, depending on whether it, the holding is by a company or an individual, a corporation tax or self-assessment tax return. Uh, self-assessments are, are due between April and, and January. As a corporation tax return depends upon the company. So it, it's quite varied and, and, and uh, it's changed quite a lot. So the rebasing helps on commercial property sales, but there's still a liability in the 2021 tax return that expats need to do. Um, and that is, means that the uh, SA 108 uh, capital gains tax supplementary return needs to be completed in the individual return. Um, and, and uh, as well as a capital gains tax return within the corporation tax return. So it's a very complex area now for expats to navigate. You can still dispose of uh, crypto and investments uh, and businesses, non-property businesses, um, the year after going expat and avoid uh, paying capital gains tax in the UK. But if you're a UK resident, and you've got crypto sales, then you, you, you become liable for that on all your trading and all your sales and all your dealing. If, if, if you are, um, uh, have got a, a large capital uh, profit on your crypto, you need to be non-resident in, in the tax year before you consider making that sale and disposal. Obviously with something like crypto, that can be a very short timeline, same as investments. Uh, for selling a business, or um, it, it's a much longer time frame. You, but that, that decision to sell, that action to sell, shouldn't take place um, until the start of the year after which you become non-resident. So if there's a, a somebody sitting on a, a crypto capital gains now, if they become non-resident before the 5th of April, and then they contemplate... Uh, 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 realising gains in the following year, it can avoid UK capital gains tax liability. Clearly, you need to be in, in a jurisdiction as a tax resident where there wouldn't be any uh, or there'd be lower capital gains liability. In the UK, uh, capital gains uh, is 10 or 20% for non-property, 
and 18 or 28% or for, for residential property. So there's quite substantial tax savings to be made. Uh, have in mind a jurisdiction like Cyprus has zero capital gains tax. So uh, a, a Cyprus corporation or trust could, um, or individual tax resident could hold and receive capital gains from overseas without any liability to capital gains tax. That doesn't mitigate UK property uh, capital gains tax liabilities, but it does for something like crypto or investments or business sales. So we've covered the summary of capital gains tax, the crypto UK property, the rebasing and the, and, and the liabilities. Uh, if you need any help completing uh, any uh, capital gains tax returns, contact us at proactpartnership.com. Uh, you can chat with us live at proactpartnership.co.uk. We've got a retained client service where we can talk to you through the year to guide you on uh, transactions and dealings and give you that online support in, in your decision-making as an expat. And if you need to relocate uh, as preparation to realise uh, sales of property uh, uh, or business or investments overseas, or uh, make gifts into inheritance tax, um, then contact us and, and, and we can help you and guide you, uh, whether it's through our report service, our retained client service, or whether it's, it's doing the tax returns for you. Thanks very much for listening. I hope you've enjoyed today's uh, Wednesday webinar and you'll join us again next time for the series of UK uh, tax returns. <laughs>